Today's episode of the Ministry Minded Podcast is proud to be partnered with Anchor Podcasts. Anchor is the easiest way for anyone to make a podcast. If you have a latent idea that's just kind of lying around for a show you would like to record one day, I'm confident that anyone could use this platform to host, record, and distribute your podcast, turning your idea into a reality. Anchor puts everything you need to be successful all in one place. You can start a new recording right from your mobile device. They also have convenient creation tools that allow you to edit your audio files so they sound crisp and great. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, letting listeners find your show almost everywhere, including Spotify, Anchor Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several others. And best of all, it's free. There are no hosting fees or monthly subscriptions or minimum listener counts, just an easy-to-use platform to get your podcast out there at no cost to you. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ministry Minded Podcast, a show that seeks to marvel at the mercy of God that meets us in our messy ministries. I'm your host, Brad Gray, and uh, today I just have a few verses I want to share with you and a few short thoughts I want to get uh, into your ear holes, and I hope I can do so in a way that kind of makes sense, but also encourages you at the same time. Uh, before we get going, today's show is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. Research shows that the two primary reasons people don't read their Bible is that they're either too busy or they don't really understand what they're reading. And so the goal of the, and the mission of the CSB is to have more people reading and understanding the Bible by engaging them in a translation that's not only easy to read, but also is faithful to the original languages. The Christian Standard Bible strives to be accurate and readable and shareable. It strives to be a Bible that the pastors can feel confident preaching from, while also being a translation that all church members can feel comfortable reading on their own. I use the Christian Standard Bible in my devotions and in my reading and my study and also in my writing, and I hope that you will do the same uh, by finding out more uh, and going to csbible.com. I hope you will avail yourself of that. Um, So today, I just kind of want to share a couple verses with you. I'm going to be reading from the Christian Standard Bible, Numbers uh, Numbers chapter 22, excuse me. Actually, I have that backwards again. Numbers chapter 6 and verse 22. This is sort of a little passage that gets shared a lot, um, you know, as we come to end of years. It's sort of like a, a salutary sort of verse. I feel like we put it on things when we're saying goodbye to people or or whatever. We're, we put it on various postcards and whatnot. But I just kind of want to talk about these verses, especially in light of perhaps things that we've endured, and perhaps even in light of things that you uh, have endured in these last years and last months, last even weeks, perhaps even. Um, But Numbers chapter 6, verse 22, the Bible says, The Lord spoke to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons, This is how you are to bless the Israelites. You should say to them, May the Lord bless you. And protect you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look what with favor on you and give you peace. In this way they will pronounce my name over the Israelites, and I will bless them. I want to talk to you a little bit um, in regards to these verses that we have these promises of God that he will make his face shine on us. You know, thinking about God's 
goodness to us in times when it doesn't feel like God remembers us, uh, it kind of it goes back against what we expect about God. I think that's one thing if we uh, were to reflect on uh, perhaps the past years of our lives, the past days and weeks and months even, if we were to think about what we expected about God and what we also uh, learned about God in those times, uh, with authority I can say that God uh, exceeded our expectations, even when we don't even remember it. Uh, I think that's one of my th- things uh, my pastor has said to me before, is that God's goodness is always greater than we remember it. He's always uh, doing things that we don't even recognize, that we don't even see, that we don't even understand. And he's doing it in such a way that is for our good. Even when we don't remember the things that he does, his goodness goes beyond our expectations and exceeds them. And I know that that is perhaps a hard thing to come to grips with, especially perhaps in light of uh, perhaps seasons of suffering, of affliction, of adversity, of struggling, of severe um, torment, perhaps even abuse. There's times when that reality is not real to us and that that idea that God is good all the time and all the time God is good is not a thing we we believe. Well, I I can share with you that that has been um, the case for me. Uh, I can look back, going back to the middle of last year when my mom had a severe health crisis and uh, just the things that were involved uh, with that health crisis, that looking back on it, God exceeded every single time how great I think he was. Because I can look back and think about how uh, I don't really see how God's hand was in, were in these um, situations, but it, God's goodness extends even beyond the, the goodness that I know of. And the goodness that I am able to be uh, blessed by. And it goes all the way even into the, into the badness that we are shielded from. That's a, a testament to God's goodness. Uh, and there's an, an untold amount of affliction and temptation and suffering and adversity from which God uh, shields us and, and, and keeps us from. He guards us from so many things that we have no idea uh, how great and how good God is on a daily basis. He's constantly uh, guarding us in ways that we can never even imagine. And thinking about those seasons of life and thinking about how God cares for us. He, We have gone through, my family has gone through a very difficult season of life recently. And, and thinking about God as a shield and God as a support, it, it amazes me to see that we have even come out of the season, but it also even amazes me to think about the things and the ways that God cared for us, even in those moments. He was with us. That phrase in, back in number six, may the Lord make his face shine on us, is such a, an amazing thing that God toward, turns towards us in our grief. You know, I think that's one of the most amazing things about um, our God, the God of the Bible, the God of the Gospel, is the fact that He doesn't turn away from us when we are grieving. He doesn't turn His face away from us when we are suffering. He doesn't turn away from us when we think that God has failed us even. 
you know, I, I was thinking, of, I think of, I've made reference to this um, perhaps on various occasions, but I think it, it, it hits me right in my heart when I'm reading the Psalms and reading the things that David is saying. And I think about the fact that I don't, <laughs> I've come to this realization recently, I don't think that David always believed what he was writing. I don't think David was always um, uh, confident, perhaps, in the things that he was saying. Actually, I think just the opposite. I think a lot of the times that David, as he was writing the Psalms, yes, he was inspired in what he was writing, but he was inspired to write in a way where he was almost convincing himself of what he was writing. He was almost like he was battling with his own internal turmoil, his own uh, sort of existential struggle to believe in the goodness of God, even as his life crumbled around him, even as he endured seasons where he could never uh, feel the grace of God. It actually felt, if you go back to Psalm 18, it felt as if the cords of death were strangling him, he says, and I think about in those seasons he had to convince himself that God saw him. That God turned his face towards him in those seasons. And that's the thing that encourages me when I see, uh, may the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. It points me to the fact that God turns towards me in my grief He meets my grief with His grace and He turns towards me in the person of His Son and now He will never turn His face away. He will never turn His face away because He has turned towards me in His Son, Jesus Christ. He cares for me. He's my companion in crisis and He's he's my confidence as I go about all the days of struggle. I go about all the days of stress. That, that verse 26, back in number 6, May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. It is an amazing thing to wake up every morning with a discernment and with a peace that is not of my own volition. This is what the gospel tenders. Um, and this is something that I've been learning, that the gospel tenders to us a peace that is not brought about by something that I do. It's brought about by something that I believe in. It's just something that's there and I get to believe in it. It's a peace that transcends all understanding and that transcends any of my own involvement. (laughs) It's a peace that God established. It's a peace that I broke way back at the fall, that my part in the fall broke that peace and that, and then I was at enmity with God. And the peace that I enjoy now is peace that God himself has established, again, because he has turned towards me in his son, Jesus Christ. And even the days when I don't feel at peace with God, when I feel stressed, when I feel as if God has forgotten me, as if God's goodness has evaporated and all but vanished. There's a peace that I can fall back on and know that God's goodness persists because God's grace is forever. And God is always way better than we give Him credit for. I think that's something that I'm learning too. As I reflect back on this trying season of life with 
many ups and many downs and many tears and many seasons and times and of doubting even seasons of and moments of faithlessness God is way better than I ever give him credit for his goodness exceeds all of my expectations God my God is a great God who is full as it says in second peter of exceedingly great and precious promises his word will never fail. Not one single letter of his promises will ever fade away. He exceeds every single one of those promises. Because he has turned towards us in his son. I, I keep going back to that phrase, but it's so precious to me. The fact that he's turned towards me. He's made his face to shine on me. And in my seasons of feeling abandoned, in my seasons of feeling doubtful in my seasons of feeling uh, at unrest his face still shines on me he still sees me you know out of all the other things that the gospel promises it's this this idea and this truth this fact this notion that the god of the universe is the god who as it says in matthew 10 knows the numbers of the hairs on my head that's a great little passage too. If you think about what, what Jesus says there, he's talking to his disciples and he says, do you not know that even the, your, the, your father sees when a sparrow falls, he even sees when a hair falls from your head, do you not think that your life is of greater value than these dead sparrows? It's that like the great Dr. Steve Brown, uh, everyone's great grandfather in the faith, Steve Brown has said that we have a God of bald head, we have a God of bald heads, dead sparrows, and the eternal truths of God's great word. This is our great God. He's a God of, of the galaxies, he's a God of the grains of the sand, and he's a God of our bald heads. He's a God who sees our minuteness because he has turned towards us. He has turned towards me, and he sees me. He knows me. And his goodness exceeds even my wildest imaginations. I hope that was an encouragement to you. I hope you don't feel like I was rambling on about uh, this or that. I have really felt in a deep way that God has encouraged me through uh, this last season of life, and I hope that you too were encouraged uh, by this brief episode on God's goodness and how it exceeds all of our expectations. Thanks again for listening. Um, I, I, I hope you were encouraged by what you heard. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter. You can follow us at, at underscore ministry minded. You can also subscribe to the show on anywhere where you get your uh, favorite podcast. Uh, you can follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Uh, thanks again to the Christian Standard Bible for making this show happen. And thank you as always for listening, commenting, and subscribing. I'll see you on the next episode. Blessings.